You are listening to the Late Wire podcast. Lagos is never short of stories. However, a recent decision by the authorities in the commercial city of Nigeria to outlaw commercial motorcycles, popularly known as Okada and tricycles, from most of the crowded city's residential and business areas, has brought up more debates about life in the city. Joining me to discuss these and more is the host of the Queen Rafi Space Podcast. Thank you for joining me, Rafi. All right, so uh, how, how long have you been in Lagos, sort of? How long have you, you know, stayed uh, in? About four years. I've actually been in Lagos for four years. Okay. I was actually in Lagos about, um, that was 2018. I left in 2018. I worked there for about two years and um, kind of, although not a long period, but <laughs> I had the whole Lagos hustle and, and uh, everything experience. So I sort of understand... <laughs> Understand how many people are, are feeling about Lagos. Yeah, for me, it was my from Lagos. I would never have set my legs to <laughs> Lagos as a permanent place for me to live in, yeah. if not for marriage. I'm, mm. I'm not always, I've never been a fan of Lagos. Yeah. So, I mean, getting married in 2016, okay. my husband worked with um, Black Post. So, we got transferred to Lagos. And it was like, we have to be here. So, 2016. Was my first time actually coming to no 2016. I actually came in 2015. Okay. To visit my husband at his former station, but I just had like a month or so. But like living and knowing that this is going to be like a permanent place of residence, mm-hmm. that started in 2016. I I recently read um an article. You know, the writer actually pointed out that about two thousand people move daily to Lagos. But this this was what he said. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right, this is what what struck me. He said, "You know, they arrive in a place that is alarmingly unprepared for them, and yet more and more people come in daily." So, what do you think is so attractive about Lagos? I think the fact that you know, the Lagos is being touted as this commercial city, as as where your dreams are going to get you know made, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in movies for for, for people who like movies. Constantly, you see movies from that village to Lagos, and bam, they've flown, and then all of that. And I also think the fact that you know the news. If you, if you listen to the, the news as well, when you're talking about all the states, they tell you Lagos is the most viable state. Lagos internally generates revenue, billions. You know, Lagos is like the most um, the, the metro city of of, of, of of Nigeria. You know, stuff like that. It's, so, I mean, whatever you take to Lagos, you're going to sell. They use all these phrases like in your back. Um, say it's only a lazy person that doesn't make it in Lagos. I don't know what the actual phrase is in your back, so let me not embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, the translation of it is only a lazy person is not going to make it in yeah, Lagos. So, yeah. because of that, people feel like, wow, Lagos has to be the place where I'm going to be able to, you know, get all of my dreams and everything. But, but those people that keep telling others that when you get to Lagos, you're ultimately going to make it, don't they see that not everyone who comes to Lagos makes it? I think it's true. It's just that when they decide that Lagos 
just shows to you is the side that you sell to other people. Mm-hmm. And in, in our society here, nobody really wants to be that person that, uh, how am I going to explain? Nobody wants to tell you how they are suffering. They just want to tell you the good side of it. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, yeah. okay, you should come and see how it is for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? And oh, to be fair, Lagos have a lot of opportunities. The thing is just that, where are you going to be positioned in Lagos for you to get access to this opportunity? And also, how badly stressed are you willing to be to get those opportunities? What I've noticed is lots of people don't really, you know, do their due diligence sort of, you know, before coming to Lagos. Okay, what am I actually going there to do? How will I achieve that, that you know, which I've sort of set out to achieve in, in that place? And so they just, you know, yeah. they are told, once you come, you know, you will find your way. You're about to say, well, I'll find where, you know, something like that. So <laughs> then yeah. they, they just move without having a plan. And then they end up... And I think the thing with moving, the thing with moving to Lagos, is, it's not like every other place where mm. you just move. When you're moving to Lagos, you have to think of where am I going to live? Mm. How close is where I'm going to live to the so-called opportunities I'm going to search for? Mm. You know, like how comfortable is this is is, is this so called uh, place I'm gonna stay in relevance to the opportunity that I'm looking for? You know, and then you also gonna have you also have to also think of the fact that how um, how badly am I willing to get this thing? Am I willing to sacrifice my mental health, my physical health in order to get close to this opportunity? Mm. But nobody really most times people don't tell them about that come they just think of ah. Lagos is the place to be. Let me pack my bag. The companies are in Lagos. Mm. Everything is happening in Lagos. Let me go to Lagos. There's usually this distance between where people actually work and where they live. You know, someone could be living in Ikorodo while the person's work is, you know, on the island. And so the person spends yeah. a huge chunk of his or her life in traffic. Absolutely. Traffic was one of the most ridiculous things that I experienced in Lagos. I just, I just felt like, why am I? <laughs> you know, like I, I remember the first time I spent two hours mm. in traffic. Mm. I came back home and I was crying like a Are you serious? Because I was stressed, I was tired. I left my house um ten o'clock mm. to I live at Yanoba. Okay. So I, I left my house to go to was it Victoria Island or Lake? No, Lekki actually. Lekki phase one mm. for like a was like more like a hangout.
Okay. And I used to do radio before I moved to Lagos. Okay. So when I came to Lagos, everybody was like, oh my god, there are lots of radio stations in Lagos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, about 30 something radio stations in Lagos. So people were like, ah, how can you not get a job? You're very good at mm. your, you're very good at the radio thing. But the thing is, I can stay at the Yanova. The radio stations are the BI. Yeah. Like It's just only about two or three that are actually in Ikeja, but most of them are on the island. Even in Ikeja, I went to Yaba okay. last year for an event. It was 10 o'clock. I told myself, oh, I was going to leave my house as early as 7. Three hours to get me there. From Iyanova to Yaba, I'm only supposed to take two buses to get me there. Mm. From, from my house to Iyanofaja, from Iyanofaja to to Yaba and then they bike to the event. I got there one hour traffic and I left my house at seven o'clock. <laughs> like it's, it's not it's not it's not me. The lack of you know a real effort or a real plan to solve the traffic problem in Lagos is actually one of the reasons while while I was there I concluded that Lagos was actually you know overrated because I expected that a city with such huge resources should be able to manage something as important as transport, as traffic, you know, providing alternatives. Then, you know, suddenly the state bans Okada, you know, tricycles and all that. In as much as personally, I'm not a fan of those things, but I believed that if you want to ban those things, realizing how important they are, you have to do it not just systematically, but having a plan, you know, an alternative, a real alternative. Mm. I have not even gone out, like major going out to mm. the bike or, or Calabar. Mm. Because I can't even develop anxiety going out in Lagos. That's mm. what that is. The, the thing for me, I can't, like, if you wanted to eradicate this bike and KKB, why don't you have minibuses? Put a lot of minibuses on the road. Mm. When you have lots of minibuses on the road that have been running for say, six months and you gauge how well they've done, naturally, the Okada and Ekena they're going to die a natural death. Mm-hmm. But this one that you want to do is, let's like, say I have a headache, and you say, oh, okay, the best way to treat it, let's cut off your head. Like, that's, that's extreme. <laughs> I, I understand that they are very reckless. Yeah. They, they, they don't obey the traffic rules. They are, they are somehow on the road. I agree. But even the Danko buses are, are reckless. Mm. That's true. I, I don't think I've ever entered any Danko bus that have sex. <laughs> it's either they are getting spot on the road or the driver is drunk. I'm serious. It's, it's just terrible. So all of the modes of transportation are messed up. You talk about um, the VRT buses. Mm. I've spent four years in Lagos. I've never entered a VRT bus. That's because they are not enough. Yeah, they are not. Absolutely. And they are not in all of the routes. They don't fly mm. all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to have a lot of options for transportation. Because like you said, every day people are moving into Lagos. Yeah. And the more you have this um, population um, outburst, you're definitely going to need to have a good transportation structure. Mm. I think that that's still, you know, part of what, you know, the article I read, the writer said, both in terms of opportunities and, you know, 
the entire city itself. It's absolutely not prepared for people who are, you know, moving in there every single day. Exactly. <laughs> it's just it's it's just sad. But again, again, you know, there's something that they say, people in Lagos will always suffer in silence and they will always, you know, overcome whatever challenges because they're basically used to it. So just... Is that in Lagos, you know, more like a Nigerian thing? <laughs> I think it's a Nigerian thing, first of all, but secondly, it, it's like Lagos is the center of excellence. So everything about Nigeria truly comes alive in Lagos. So it's more pronounced in Lagos. Center of excellence. <laughs> exactly. So well, it, Absolutely. Like will, I'll, I'll not say excellence in a positive form or whatever, but. That's what I said. As Nigeria is the yeah. of Africa. Let's leave it like that. Aside, aside the traffic thing, how is the sanitation issue there lately? Because while I was there, it was actually a mess. And that was part of why, you know, Ambode was booted out. That was the, sorry. So sorry to cut you short. That was the year um Ambode came in twenty fifteen. Oh, okay, twenty fifteen. Yeah. I came here twenty fifteen. It was still relatively yeah. and how is December. Okay. Ambode came with his own plan, you know, he he kind of hired a, a foreign company that he wanted to manage it and, you know, that sort of began to mess things up. And another, I think that's where the problem, because yeah. the lot of people, like I said, they used to come, mm. but 2016, 2017, they just stopped. Mm. Another thing I actually noticed, you know, whenever there's this heavy downpour of rain, what people do is to throw their trash into the drainage system so that it's sort of carries it. <laughs> that was, it was... I think that's more like an education stuff. And I think hey. I have seen that not just in Lagos. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen it in other places where I live as well. Mm. Which is in the north. I've seen that as well. I've seen that very well in, in, in Mina. Mm. But I think that, that's in Niger State. Mm. I think people just need to be educated. Mm. 
over again that this is not good for you, especially because Lagos suffers from a lot of flood yeah. yeah. So you, they should not even be the ones throwing death in the, the you know, in the uh, what they call those things. Gutter, the drainage, yeah. It's terrible. Just just a little rain sort of, you know, puts the city in disarray. And it's not even when you don't have flood. Mm. If ever you don't have flood, the, the, the water like the way it piles up is it's irritating. Yeah. Honestly. Even the health issues, you know, the smell, every other thing that it brings along, it's you know, it makes the place just terrible and you know, awful. Thing, I think Lagos also suffers from mm. which I think Mm. <laughs> like there is a lot of rats in town, and they are all enjoying and feeding fast. And I think it's just a spillage from the dead situation. Yeah. What do you think is just to summarize, not you know to talk about to talk only about the bad aspects of Lagos? There are sure yeah. you know good things about <laughs> it. <laughs> what do you think actually the good things of Lagos? Ah, you're talking to an as Lagos person. <laughs> that's why. But, <laughs> I get but it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of hangout areas in Lagos, mm. I have to say that. There are a lot of places where you can go and hang out that you might not necessarily get in other places. Mm. And also, I love that there's an availability of food. Mm. I'm not a food, food person, but I love the fact that I think because of the population in, in almost every local area, there is a market where you can get almost anything that you want. Mm-hmm. For example, I grew up in the north. If you want to say prepare a meal like fried rice, you might probably have to wait till the weekend. Where you can get to like a big market to be able to provide everything else that you want, like the carrots, the green mm-hmm. pepper. But here in Lagos, even in your local market area, you can get your carrots, you can get your green peas, you can get your cabbage. Mm-hmm. So you can, you find yourself even making exotic meals on a weekday. Mm-hmm. Because you have access to all of the ingredients that you need. So that I like about Lagos. Another thing I love about Lagos, because I am a radio head, I'm a radio addict, okay. is the different variety of radio stations. Absolutely. I love the fact that if you're a sports person, there's a radio station for you. If you're a music person, there's a radio station for you. If you're a talk radio person, there's yeah. a radio station for you. Like, there's a radio station for you. There's yeah. a radio station that I've been to in four hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. And then the fact that um, there's always one, I'm not an event person, but if you are into those kind of stuff, there's always an event happening every weekend in Lagos. I can testify to that. One of the things I have on my
Absolutely, yeah, sure. You just have to be ready to start fighting something. Mm. That's just so. If you want to get for those opportunities, of course, because there are lots of companies and there are lots of people, so you just need to think of what it is that I'm ready to sacrifice my mental health and my physical health for. I probably miss some things about Lagos, but I don't want to say I miss the chaos in Lagos. No, I, I don't. I don't miss the chaos. And the noise, Lagos is very noisy. Very noisy. The, the, the amount of speakers in a single market—you wonder what's going on here. Like, don't those people have? It's just a chaos. It is a chaos. But there are still some upsides, like, mm. like we talked about. Those things are some of the things that actually make Lagos amazing. Right, thanks a lot. But before we go, what's um, your podcast about and where can people listen in? I'll definitely add um, a link to your podcast. Oh, why is I recording? Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. Talk to you some other time. All right. Thank yeah. you so much.